This is Amplify You, the podcast about you discovering your message and broadcasting it to the world. If you're a coach, author, or speaker, you'll want to tune in. If you're looking for the best return on your time investment to get your message out to the world in a bigger way, we're giving you full access and behind the scenes look of how we're running our podcast, how our clients have found success, and what you can do to launch your podcast today. The world needs your message. I'm Michelle Abraham, the host. Join my family as we unleash your unique genius and find the connections you need to launch your adventure today. Join us and let's get amplified. Hello and welcome Amplify You family. I'm your host, Michelle Abraham, and I am bringing you an amazing behind the mic interview today. I'm super excited because not only is this a podcast host, she is also, um, she, she's just one of those amazing people that's going to talk to you and give you so much expert advice as well as the behind the scenes on um, her podcast as well. This is Lisa Cherney and she's been advising millionaire entrepreneurs for over 20 years. She's the host of the groundbreaking confession-based podcast podcast, Get Effin' Real Podcast. Now, we can swear on my show, so it's okay. <laughs> I love the branding. I love the name GFR, which uh, just means get fucking real. And in 2014, after 15 years in business, Lisa got effing real and dismantled her successful seven-figure business. And now she helps soulful entrepreneurs GFR so they can get out of their home way, help more people, make more money, make a huger impact in the world. And so, Lisa, I'm so excited to have you on the show today. I'm just excited to talk about your show and talk about all the things um, that are really holding people back from getting GFR. So let's dive in. How are you doing today? I'm great. I'm so excited to be here. I'm a big Michelle fan, so I'm happy to talk about my podcast experience and just my experience of helping other people, you know, that I that I mentor and their podcasts and so learning a lot along the way. I love it. Thank you so much, Lisa. And you know, we have similar kind of client background. Like we have clients that are like totally woo woo and we have clients that are totally business. And I love that we share that kind of commonality in our clients too. So I feel like we kind of speak the same language. And I just, uh, I just want to like, first of all, say I, I'm, I love the GFR branding and do have um, the ability to put that out there in the world. What was that like? Like, was, were you a little bit nervous putting that out as like GFR because there is a swear word in it and it is a little bit like, like not sure if that's going to fly or how is iTunes going to approve my podcast? Was that ever a question in your mind? Absolutely. <laughs> and it start the question started, well, so, so, you know, I, I talk about GFR commandment number three is don't worry about being normal, proper, or polite. Mm -hmm. And this, that commandment I love because it applies to marketing, which is my origin story is consciousmarketing.com. So I've been helping entrepreneurs for 20 years like be real in their marketing and be be themselves and like come at it from the inside out and so here i am now you know like 18 <laughs> late years later really birthing a new mission and what came to me what felt fun was i, I was like helping entrepreneurs get real but but even just saying get real doesn't sound as potent as with with the f in the middle with the upward you know <laughs> it, it just and it made, it was so fun for me. And, you know, I'm from Jersey. So my husband says, that's my Jersey, you know, <laughs> sprinkle a little bit of Jersey there, but it does create urgency. It's a very um, potent word. It's activating. It was very intentional. And so, yes, first it felt really good. But then when I started sharing about what I was going to do <laughs> and I started talking to experts, you know, podcasting experts and all that, I was like, 
there, I definitely got a lot of pushback, you know, just, you know, people just saying, first of all, being cautious about turning people off that you're trying to help. And then, you know, really having to figure out what the regulations were. And then um, I have actually, I haven't talked about this much, but this is a great show to talk about it on. We got shut down for three weeks on Apple uh, mm -hmm. podcasts. And um, so I could share more about that, but yeah. it also became kind of like a part of my PR that made, <laughs> just made it more provocative. <laughs> Yeah, that's awesome. You know, we work with shows right now that sometimes are, there was one particular show right now that I'm kind of feeling that way with the show topic and the show title. And I'm like, Ooh, I wonder what, I wonder if this is going to get approved or not. And so when you say Apple shut you down for three weeks, what was that because of the title or because of the profanity in it? Or what was that all about? So we actually don't, totally 100% no to this day because <laughs> Thank they're, you, not, Apple. they're not the most <laughs> yeah. communicative. <laughs> so we got the show approved and we were running for, I think, two months. No problem. Um, you know, we have the, you know, it's, you know, it's get F star, 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 ING, you know, and I have fun now saying star, star, star. <laughs> and so that was fine. And then we have the explicit rating. And so we can use, you know, profanity on the show. And um, even in the show notes, I believe. Mm -hmm. But what was happening was that we had we did an episode, and it was called um, it was called from undercover prostitute to mm -hmm. something. Um, all my episodes start with the struggle and sort of like the before, and then go to something. Mm -hmm. And it was that on that episode we put that episode out that they shut us down. And so we assumed that it was the prostitute word in the title because mm. maybe they thought it was you know something having to do with and you know sex worker or something mm -hmm. like that and so we changed it multiple we changed it like twice we put it up and then with they you know nothing happened we didn't get reinstated and um and it was right when they were changing from the apple uh, itunes to apple mm -hmm. Podcasts. so i think mm -hmm. we also got caught administratively mm -hmm. but honestly michelle uh we we to this day we suspect that there was some um no, some things that were going through the way that we were we were uploading our notes that there was some content that wasn't okay that was sort of getting through to their whatever they used to sort of scan um that we weren't aware of and but it just took us a long time to get in touch with them and we're like hey you know and remedy the situation i mean email after email after email and finally we had to like get a secret email address and it was but it was, and it was more of an emotional roller coaster than anything. Like I, I was just, I, it was a huge, like soul searching thing for me. Right. Because do I change it? Do I bag it? Do I, you know, but I'm glad we hung in there. And, uh, I, I, it's so, here's the most important thing for me and all the people that I ever mentor or in my mm -hmm. world is like, mm -hmm. you, you have to feel congruent mm -hmm. with what you're putting out there it has to feel you, you know, I talk about being unapologetic. And if you know that, if like, if you just know in your bones, like this is me, then you, then you just know, like persevere. And so, and you don't second guess as much. Yeah. You know, you're more committed to that. So that's where I wound. That's where I landed. I'm glad I didn't waver. <laughs> yeah. I love it. I mean, you seem like this spitfires got bright colors, amazing hair and you know, just this <laughs> brand that like is totally you. Right. And it, it just like seems like an alignment with you exactly. And I love that. I think, how do you get to that point in a brand? Um, you know, you mentioned, uh, you're 
commandments that we have, which we're going to share about in a few minutes, um, where everyone else can take a look at what the 10 commandments are to uh, GFR your brand as well. And what are some of the things that you, um, you know, that helped you get that clarity around uh, what you wanted to uh, come out in the world and branding wise? Yeah. You know, I want to address the word branding. I think it is artificially loaded. So when I first started teaching marketing, I used to say that, that people that were looking for a brand, it was like they wanted to have this pretty package with a bow and like looking all great, but, but most importantly, there needed to be substance inside. So I didn't go, I didn't set out to like create a brand. I set mm -hmm. out to figure out how the F was I supposed to be showing up in the world now. Mm -hmm. I've been an entrepreneur for 20, 21 years. And when you're mission-driven and heart-centered like your audience, we are an evolving group of people. Mm -hmm. Like our personal journey, our healing journey, shit happens in our lives and, and then we change, you know, we change because, you know, we learn from those things. And, and so our business evolves too. <laughs> and that means our marketing and our quote-unquote branding and who we want to be working with evolves too. So I have probably um, evolved and... Uh, and birthed like a new version of myself four times in 20 years. I started with consciousmarketing.com and, and, you know, I had a juicy marketing, I had a juicy marketing phase, you know, and, um, and now I have this GFR mm -hmm. brand, but what's the common denominator? It's me. And so I could see the through line, you know, all mm -hmm. the way from conscious marketing. I really, I was new and, and, you know, bright eyed, but I knew in my core that I was meeting great people and it wasn't, and what I was seeing in their marketing wasn't translating. They did, they did not know how to, how to represent who they were and their passion in their marketing. And I wanted to help them with that. Mm -hmm. And that actually hasn't changed. And the, you know, the part that I always really spent time on was helping them to get clarity mm -hmm. as to who they most wanted to work with, not a niche, Mm -hmm. not a target, but just a much deeper sort of soul searching, you know, courage inducing conversation <laughs> about who do I want to take a stand for? So, so I still do that now mm -hmm. <laughs> and I, you know, I walk my talk. And so I, you know, and I, and I will go back to that. I love these GFR commandments and I'll talk about how they kind of came to be, mm -hmm. but that number three, don't worry about being normal, proper or polite. I would say start there. And the mm -hmm. confession question that goes with that one that just sort of helps you dig in a little is where am I not speaking my truth? Mm -hmm. So in your marketing, where are you holding back? Where are you watering it down? Where are you not standing firmly on your soapbox? Mm -hmm. You know, and that's, and that I think Michelle is more frustrating for mission-based folks is that they are feeling like they're holding back and they don't get to do the, and help people the way they want. So I would just, I always coach people just to start there. Like, where are you not speaking your truth in your marketing? Yeah, that's, that makes amazing sense. And the clarity thing is a huge one. You know, our audience is looking at starting a podcast. You know, oftentimes they have a brand already or they have, the, you know, some programs and services. Um, but then you, then in a podcast, you're speaking more and you're speaking, you're going to have to speak that truth. There is no hiding after like 150 episodes, your audience has heard like all of you. So, um, I really, I really love what you're saying. So how did the 12 commandments come about and like what, tell us a little bit more about those. I'm curious. This is so interesting, Michelle, because 
you know, this is, you know, the 12 commandments are my, you know, opt-in lead magnet, whatever, you know, you <laughs> know marketing you term, wanna, yeah. whatever ter- marketing term, but, but, but the, they didn't come to be that way. I didn't set out with like, you know, put my hat on and be like, okay, I need a lead magnet. <laughs> you know, how they came about was I was actually on a plane on the way to a retreat. And the intention at the retreat was for me to really clarify what was my next chapter going to look like. That was the purpose of this retreat. And I had done a lot of work leading up to it. And on the plane, I was just scribbling notes and I was really kind of, you know, thinking back through my 20 years of, of, of mentoring six and seven figure mission-based folks, which we're a breed unto ourselves, right? It's so such a personal journey. What was the thing, what were the things that I, like that, that I kept helping people with when they were super frustrated, when they felt stuck, when they weren't, taking advantage of the investment that they had made that put me in their world, which usually had to do with marketing or sales or, you know, leveraging or groups or high ticket, all these, you know, more marketing words, right? The things that got in their way, what were the things that got in their way? The inner game things, the mindset things, energetic things. And it was these 12 things. And Mm -hmm. I, it was like, Oh, like a, like a, like that was my heaven sound. Like it was like, it's like the, a you divine know, the, download. A divine download. <laughs> and I had 12 things. These are the 12 ways that my clients over the last 20 mm-hmm. years have been getting in their way. And then I added a question for each of the commandments. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what they were commandments at the time. I just knew they were 12 things. I added a question for each of the 12 things because I'm a trainer and a coach at my heart. And I'm like, I can't just give people like a command, like, or a thing. <laughs> I have to, I have to give them a way to check to, to inquire. Mm-hmm. and explore, is this the one for them? So that's the, the example of number three. Don't worry about being normal, proper, or polite. I mean, I can't tell you how many times I've had to say to my clients, like, stop worrying about trying to appeal to everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, be yourself. Well, what does that even really mean? And then that question, the confession, I like to call them confession questions. You know, where am I speaking my truth? So that's what the 12 GFR commandments are. And in my show, the GFR show, mm-hmm. I asked, so this is kind of a fun thing that maybe you're podcasters or future podcasters were like, in my show, I ask each of my guests to pick one that resonates with them. Mm-hmm. The one that they think would have really helped them along their journey, because on my show, they're confessing um, <laughs> their excruciating struggle that they've been through, sometimes embarrassing, you know, things that they've been through to birth their mission. Mm-hmm. And so they pick a commandment. And so we, I use them that way too. So they've been really fun to work with. And, um, I call it the roadmap for getting real. And of course, the more I believe, the more real we are, the more impact that we can make. That's awesome. I love that. The more impact we can make, the more money we can make, the more, more people we can help. I just love that. What's the, uh, what's your favorite one? Oh, well, number three is definitely up there because I like it. it's kind of speaks yeah. directly to my marketing roots. But yeah, another, awesome. another one that I say probably daily, any, every, any day that I interact with any of my my clients, I, I say this one. And so it's commandment number five, make yourself your most important client. Mm. And the confession question is, if I was my own client, <laughs> what would I tell myself? And it doesn't stop there though, Michelle. It says, what else would I tell myself and what else? <laughs> and this is a profound one. And it's, it's more than just, oh, you teach what you need to learn. Mm-hmm. It really is for the mission based person, it is about them living that mission. Like, where are you incongruent from what you do for other people or vision for other people or, you know, say to other people that you are 
that you need to up level in your life. So it doesn't mean mm. that you're, it doesn't mean that maybe you're not qualified or that you're mm. BS about what you do, but in the up level process, I find, I kept, keep finding mission driven entrepreneurs need to look more closely. Like if I'm not GFRing Michelle, <laughs> I am in trouble. Yeah. Like I could sure. feel it. Like I could feel, I start to feel clogged up. I like mm-hmm. my, my intuition isn't coming through. I'm feeling like a fraud. I'm again insecure. <laughs> and then when I GFR and I speak my truth, like I just did, I went live in our, uh, we have a community called the GFR squad where confessions is part of the culture. And we have a monthly call where we take mm-hmm. one of those commandments and I just 30 minutes, I just GFR'd all over the place. And it, and I just felt better after and <laughs> yeah. I, it's cathartic, but I also was like, Oh, good. My community, they, not, they now see me. And, and then the, of course the feedback is just, Oh my God, thank you so much. You, you know, I feel normal now, <laughs> you, know, <laughs> yeah. you know, and that brings confidence. So make yourself your most important client. And then the confession question, if I was my own client, what would I tell myself? So if you are feeling stuck, just maybe, just maybe say, okay, I just got a new VIP client and that VIP client is me. Hmm. What would I tell myself? Oh, that's, that's powerful. Very powerful. I was thinking as you were telling that story too, back to when I first started in podcasting and I was really good at helping other people with their show, helping them get their message out, but I, I couldn't, couldn't get mine out. I just couldn't do it. And I we, felt we so- are, we, We're too close to it. We just, you're not alone. You I felt are, so ashamed. I like five so embarrassed. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Yeah. yeah. It's funny. You feel like I was so embarrassed about it because like, I don't have a show yet, but you know, like, well, what's your show? I'm like, I don't have one yet, but I help other people with theirs. Right? And so I remember feeling just like so much better when I finally had a show. Yes. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. And it's, yeah. That really does take a toll. And also you're not being transparent to your audience. Like you're not, you know, I, like you said, you go in, I, lo- I love how your, your, your Facebook group has confessions. Like, I think that's neat. Like that's a lot of, uh, people just need that space to, to say, to say what they're going to say. And like you said, it feels so much better afterwards. <laughs> we need someplace to let our hair down. I mean, everywhere yeah. else, there's like this expectation that we have the you know, perfect got it all the answers. And, yeah. We got all the answers and you know, we're there because we got it all figured out. And, and in the GFR squad, we all do not have it figured out <laughs> no, <laughs> and yeah. that's just really okay. <laughs> yeah. So if any of our podcasters are thinking about starting a podcast, but they're maybe like a little bit unclear of, you know, they've gone through some healing journeys and they've gone through some business things and you know, the brand, they're, they're, they're just not clear yet. And uh, getting that clarity, do you have any suggestions of things that they should, um, you know, do to get, to get clear? And would this be to get clear about whether or not to to do a podcast? Is that what you're? Thinking? I think about around their topic. So I, I see I see a lot of potential podcasters come in with an idea for a topic, and uh, the further we get into the podcasting space, there's a little bit of procrastination and a little bit of holding back, not wanting to put it out there. And sometimes it's like a. a I, what I find the answer usually is that they're not clear enough on their messaging um, to put out there in the world uh, in a bigger way. So some steps to get clear on your messaging. I think following the 12 commandments, I think would be a great place to start. Yeah, I think there's, there's, there's two of them that come to my mind. Um, and uh, um, so I think I'll go with commandment six. So GFR commandment six says, have faith in yourself and your mission. 
which of course is easier said than done, right? Mm-hmm. And, and it's there to illuminate when we don't have faith. But the mm-hmm. confession question is where I think it might give you clarity and your audience clarity, which is what would I do differently if I had faith in myself and my mission? Mm-hmm. And what it does is it, it gives you permission. Like don't overthink it. Go with, like go with, if you actually had faith, let's just say you had faith that whatever topic you came up with, that there are people who need it. Let's just pretend that's actually another commandment. Know that, know that if you have a specific mission or calling, there are people who need it. And that command, that, that confession question is if my, if my mission was guaranteed to make money, what would I do? So they're very, they're similar, but different. So what would I do differently if I had faith in myself and my mission? And if my mission was guaranteed to make money, what would I do? So take a combination of GFR commandment number nine and GFR commandment number six and start with from the inside out. Like that's the thing Mm -hmm. that always, you know, that I've been saying since my conscious marketing days is don't Mm -hmm. think about what do they need? What will Mm -hmm. the market bear? What, what, you know, what are people saying now? Like just start first, get clear. What do I want to be talking about? (laughs) And if I could talk about anything I wanted, what would it be? And just give yourself permission to really fly with that for a while, and don't yeah. don't impose upon the ex, don't po- impose upon yourself like the external the little thing. container, right? Like yes. don't fit yourself into that container. No, I mean, gosh, you know, people for a million years have been asking me how do I stand on my marketing, and I'm like, be your freaking self. But I, it's easier said than done because <laughs> yeah. we don't allow ourselves to be our freaking selves. Mm-hmm. That's and it's some you know, and it, it's uh, I feel like it's kind of like a scary thing to be yourself, right? Because you're yes. then allowing yourself the judgment of others or you're allowing yourself to have uh, criticized. And that's something people think about when they're starting a podcast too. Well, what if, what if I have those gremlins online come and say things about me? And <laughs> any, any advice as to what you would say to someone who said that to you? Yes, I would say <laughs> that don't focus on that because whatever you focus on, you create. <laughs> um, <laughs> I haven't had that experience, right? So, so maybe just knowing that I, with the <laughs> F word in my podcast, yeah. does not have that experience. I, you know, I don't have like haters coming out of the, mm. you know, like, like once, I mean, I think I've gotten two emails where someone said, and it wasn't even about my show, it was a, a call that I was hosting. And they said, well, if you're going to use the F word, I'm sorry, you're going to lose me. And I was like, okay. You know, like yeah. it was, so I think it's most important for you, for you as an individual, us as individuals, just to be okay. Like, here's like the old adage, like love yourself, right? It's again, it's mm-hmm. like, sounds so woo woo, but it's like, it's especially now with this crazy climate we're in, ex- the external securities, right? Are, are the things that are, we can't count on, but we can count on, am I going to love and accept myself? Am I going to love and accept my marketing message, my podcast topic, (laughs) you know, if I'm going to love and accept myself, then I, you know, start there, you know, do what you need to do to, to feel stronger internally. And then, you know, put yourself out there. And I can tell you, Michelle, I know what I'm saying is not easy. You know, I have people that I work closely with in my unmentor groups where that is a key part of what they're working on is just being terrified Mm -hmm. about putting themselves out there and really Mm -hmm. looking at why. And, so it's not easy and it's great when we all could just say, I'm terrified of putting myself, that's your confession. I'm terrified of putting myself out there. Mm. And even just starting with that and admitting that is going to create a lot of freedom and a lot of clarity. 
Yeah. And then the next step, I think I'm curious what you would suggest the next step is so that I would say maybe just get into action. Is that what you would say too? Yes. And I would say um, in a, uh, like a baby step kind Mm -hmm. of way, you know, like what is a little action I could take? Like I had a client Mm -hmm. recently say, Oh, I have this great idea. I want to do 365 days of videos. I want to, I want to put them on YouTube. She was super inspired. And like, you know, she got like, she felt like it was an intuition about it. And then she wrote her scripts and she went to sit down and it just got all too overwhelming. You know, like (laughs) it was like her, her monkey mind, right. Got, got in there. And so I said to her, what could be like a teeny, 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 <laughs> tiny step? And so we came up with her doing a video and just sharing it with like our little pod group that we have, mm-hmm. right? Like just in a little safe, little teeny bubble, just doing a video and just sharing it, you know? And then that was a great way to start. So if, mm-hmm. you know, just what is the most baby, easy thing easy yes that you could do i think it kind of greases the skids it starts mm-hmm. momentum mm-hmm. yeah that makes a lot of sense so overall the other podcast guests that you've had on your show um are, is there a commonality of the confessions that they come up with and the turning points in their business are they kind of like fall into the same sort of categories or are they is it a, a wide variety of things i would say between those two choices i would say it's a wide variety of mm-hmm. things super wide variety of things from, you know, from bankruptcy to tons of debt to being in wrongly imprisoned to, you know, dealing with childhood, you know, trauma or, you know, being married to a narcissist or, you know, um, spouse passing away suddenly and, um, to, to contemplating suicide. And, and like, th- those are, you know, those are the huge things, like the, like the deepest part of what they mm-hmm. share. And Michelle, what's just so like awe inspiring to me is listening to the story unfold, how they came to a place of acceptance or love, or even like really bottling it and then using it, mm-hmm. you know, to create a business that helps kid, you know, fathers where the wife died suddenly to, to, um, helping people get out of debt and have, you know, money, you know, having great relationship with money. It's like, they use it now as a credential, which Mm -hmm. to me is the best freaking credential. So it is a wide variety. And I always say to people, if you want, if you feel like you need some motivation because you feel like you're struggling and you're feeling alone, listen to my show because Mm. the stories it may not incredible. be the same story, right? Yeah. It may, but right, but it's so incredible yeah. that you're like, wow, if they could, if they can deal with that, then I can deal with my little thing, you know, yeah. or you find things that you really, you know, relate to, or you may even confess some things that are, that you haven't yeah. even thought about in years that are, you could see now, you know, or in your way or things that you've kept secret, you know, like, you know, one of our guests talked about their kid trying to commit suicide. Mm -hmm. That could really be something that a parent would not want to share, you know, and she's sharing it and it's, you know, and then that led to her own healing and now she Mm -hmm. helps super women. You know, it's just, it's story after story. It's, it, uh, it's, it really is, um, amazing. So, uh, I really love, I love telling the stories. 
Yeah, I bet you've got some incredible guests. So you guys, I highly recommend going and listening to Lisa's show. It's just, it's just so cool. Like just the different stories. I remember a few years ago sitting in an audience of a network marketing company. And I remember every leader in the company getting up there, the millionaires, you know, they're saying, and they have these crazy stories. Like, I'm like, do I have to have lived in a car and been homeless to like make a million dollars? And do you find that, um, you know, when people finally like figure out that message that usually what their most successful messages in their business usually has come from uh, one of those, one of those stories. For somebody who values vulnerability and mm -hmm. being real. Yes. Mm -hmm. And I ask them when they come on my show to really dig deep. I invite them to share something that I have not shared before, mm -hmm. which many of them do. So it's going beyond the, that polished vulnerability, lived in a car down by the river story mm -hmm. to I lived in a car down by the river. And by the way, um, I was binging and purging a bulimic at the time. You mm -hmm. know, one of our most recent episode is called From Bulimic Marine mm -hmm. to Digital Marketing Mastery. Yeah, that's crazy. Right. And so, so it, it is about going a bit deeper and we don't really talk about their expertise. That's not what my show is about. Mm -hmm. You know, um, the GFR squad, uh, which is a really low, low, low barrier to entry membership, just a little skid in the game so that you could be real about it. Um, we do have bonus bonus, bonus training from all of our, mm -hmm. um, so this is kind of a strategy that y'all could adapt if you want, yeah. you know, is that they, they record a bonus training that is their expertise. Mm -hmm. And only the people in the squad get those. So it's sort of like an after the show vibe and we dive yeah. deeper. Sometimes I'm a guinea pig very often. Like I'm yeah. like the one that, you know, I'm like, all right, I'll I'm take getting the, the coaching. You're getting yeah, the coaching. I'm getting the coaching or the healing or whatever. So it's kind of fun. And so all That's those, great. you know, are all those, um, those trainings are, you know, in our membership, mm -hmm. uh, Facebook group and all that good stuff. How long do you spend with the, with the guests after the show? I ask guests, this is unprecedented. I haven't seen anybody else do this and I've been on 50 yeah. podcasts. Uh, I ask them to block off two hours on their schedule. Mm -hmm. um, first of all, because I don't like to rush and I mm -hmm. want to have fun and I want to chit chat and connect before we dive in. And, I, and so um, we wind up doing the interview from 40 minutes to an hour usually. To just I just feel into it. And then we spend like 15 minutes on the uh, bonus, you know, thinking about what we're going to do for the bonus and then recording the bonus. So usually we come in under two hours, but mm -hmm. sometimes not. And I just, yeah. I, it's such a beautiful connection that I get to have with the guests and um, it's pretty sacred and it's often very cathartic for them to share mm -hmm. their story. Um, we had, I call it the mother of all episodes is our <laughs> most recent episode uh, with the bulimic Marine. And he went for two hours. I've never told a story Amazing. like that, but when you hear his stories, he has like, yeah, he checks all the boxes from the 40 episodes before and what yeah. he's been through. And he, so amazing. So, wow. I've listened to a few of your other episodes, but I just saw before we jumped on here that George was your last guest. Yes, I'm, excited. I'm excited to go and listen to that one because I know him now, but I don't know his story. So yeah, I and would this love is to. the only place he's ever told his whole story. Wow. That's yeah. incredible. And you know, that as a host, um, that is something that not, not all hosts can achieve, right? Like being able to get people to open up in and share things that they, that's not their normal polished story that you hear on every other podcast 
is a huge, huge, uh, huge deal. And that's really amazing that you've been able to do that. And I love the idea of having that after the, after the scenes kind of training. So is the pod squad, uh, you said it's a paid group that, that goes into afterwards, right? Yeah. The GFR squad amazing. is a paid group. It's just 20 bucks a month or, you know, it's, it's yeah. super, you know, low investment or you can do it for the year and save, I mm -hmm. think a few months, but yeah, just to, it's just, I, I, and this is something for your podcasters. Like mm -hmm. I knew that I needed to have a community aspect to what I was yeah. doing. Like I felt like if I was going to tell these stories and I was going to hold this GFR mm -hmm. mission that if I wanted people to have a place that they can go to put a teeny mm -hmm. bit of skin in the game to say yes to, yes, I want a GFR. I may not be ready to confess. So don't worry. Yeah. You don't have to like, you know, come clean about everything, but just being in that culture of, of mm -hmm. where people do that is super healing. And mm -hmm. so I wanted to have a community and it's not a free community. It's a, yeah. you know, and that was important to me too. Just, mm -hmm. just a little skin in the game. <laughs> yeah. I love it. I'm going to join it. I think that's such a great, Yay, uh, I would love a great idea. Now, are you using something like Patreon for that or cause that's a similar model to Patreon, but is that on Patreon or no separate? I, mean, your own I went through the Patreon um, possibility yeah. and decided to not do that. Mm -hmm. And um, so it is a, it's a type of Facebook group. That's uh, I forget what it's called, but it's, education-based. Mm. So there actually is a units, uh, mm -hmm. a, a tab called units. And so we actually have training modules in there. Right, like there's yeah. one on the 12 commandments. There's one on, mm -hmm. on all the bonus lessons. There's one where we, you know, also post the shows. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, it, we've kind of made it work and I just didn't, in the end, I didn't like the feeling of it being somewhere else that people need to go. Like, mm. you know, people are already in Facebook. Um, and now I'm so glad because I, I will do Facebook live in my, in my, um, in my GFR squad Facebook group. Sometimes I share things and then I'll share them into the group and mm -hmm. like, I wouldn't have had that flexibility. So, um, yeah, so that's, oh, and the other, the other nuance of why I didn't, um, cause Patreon at first I felt like Patreon was a match because it's in my, in my perception of it, people are sort of contributing to the cause kind of thing, mm -hmm. you know? And in the end, I felt like the GFR squad was not about me and my cause. It's about mm -hmm. them. Mm -hmm. And that, that, that was like a primary perspective shift that I, that felt was, that felt was, that I felt was important. Yeah. I, that's an interesting perspective. Um, I feel like, you know, shows that where we are um, bringing people into our own expertise in our own businesses. I feel like Patreon is not quite the fit. It's like more for, you know, if you're out there like, you know, with dogs and, you know, <laughs> helping the dogs at the SBCA, that's, you know, I think that's a really good uh, platform for Patreon. I like, I like how you've turned it into somewhere where people already are too. I think that's an important point keeping people where they're already socializing, where they're already going to yes. be. And like, how cool is it? You can go in live into the Facebook group. They can see all the modules there. Everything is there and they don't have to leave and go anywhere. <laughs> right. Right. And it, it is a, is a, it is a little bit of a thing to, to hold fast to it being a paid group mm -hmm. because there's so many free groups. So I will say mm -hmm. that that is a little bit of a challenge. People, I, I've made it so that people can search it up, whatever the public private, whatever the nuances mm -hmm. are. And, and so people then get 
asked questions and they're told it's a paid group. And so it's caused a little bit of an administrative thing, but mm -hmm. I think it's worth it. I think mm -hmm. in the end it's, it's worth it. And you just need to be clear about what the benefits of the community are yeah. and being, you know, getting to be on a zoom call with me and the other members each month with the commandments has been such cool. a powerful um, benefit. Yeah. And what a great deal. 20 bucks a month. Jeez. <laughs> you guys hear that? That's a really great two, yeah. two things. Great, great idea. Also like how to, how to run people from your podcast to a paid skin in the game, uh, a place where they can communicate, right. And have a community. That's what we want to do is build a community from our show. Um, but I like that it's a, a, a paid skin in the game kind of uh, community. Um, cause that just makes sure that everyone is there to, to be their best and give their best. And especially with the type of topic you're talking around too. I think, yeah, great idea. So golden nugget thank guys you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so lisa any last things we're going to share with our audience where to get the 12 commandments from because now we're all excited to see what the rest of them are <laughs> and where can we find out more about you and uh, download your show sure so um, my website is gfr.life and if you do gfr.life forward slash 12c so one two and the letter c you get the commandments and if you do a forward slash squad, you'll get information about how to join the squad. Okay. And, and of course my podcast is in all the podcasting places and it's, you know, I, people say, which, which episode should I start with? Well, there is one called who the F is Lisa Cherney. So that's kind of fun <laughs> one where I talk about how lazy I am and how I don't have a marketing degree and all of the things that people don't admit. So <laughs> that's in that episode. And then I say, look at the before, like look at the stories and just see which one resonates with you. Mm. I love that one. And the mother of all episodes, the latest one. Yeah. <laughs> a good one to go to as well. Right? For sure. For sure. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for spending your time today with us. I've learned so much and uh, it's just been a great value for our audience. So thank you so much for being with us today. I look forward to catching up with you again soon. Thank you, Michelle. Well, you're welcome. Thank you, Amplify You family for joining us today and we'll see you again next week. Thank you, family, for joining us on this adventure. If you're ready to be heard, head over to mypodcastcoach.com where you'll find out all the tools and tips you'll need to launch your podcast today. If you have a show already and you need some help managing it, please head over to managemypodcast.com and the Amplify You team would be happy to help you manage your podcast. Please also head over to iTunes, like, subscribe, or review our show so we can spread this message. And until next time, be your own unique genius.